Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Interrupt me, por favor. Aquí comienza otra etapa de este show en Radio Kingston con tres seres humanos. Tres. Uh, vamos a saludar a number one, Lisa Button. Hola, Lisa. Hola, ¿qué tal? ¿Cómo están todos? Muy bien, aquí cantando bajo la lluvia en el Día de la Madre. And Nick Liber, how you doing, man? Hola, Guillermo Fesser. ¿Qué tal? Hola, Lisa. Hi, Nick. Today we're going to be taking a trip to the Mountains of Fire in Timanfaya National Park on Lanzarote in the Canary Islands. The reason we're going there is because that's where an engineer named Ricardo Chicharo is leading a driverless bus project. The idea is to take tourists in a driverless bus um, along a circuit where they will see the park's landscape and see the volcanoes and the volcanic activity. We're going to ask Ricardo to describe this project which is getting underway, and, and they hope to launch their first bus next year on the island. Right now they're working from Madrid. So we're going to ask him about the project, and we're going to ask him to share his perspective on the future of autonomous vehicles on and off the island. Before we talk to our guest, I just want to paint a visual picture for our listeners so they can be armchair travelers with us. It hardly ever rains at Timanfaya National Park. There are huge lava fields called Malpais that were created 300 years ago when there were more than 100 volcanic eruptions on the island. It's still very hot, close to the surface. There are lots and lots of craters, and there's an unusually high number of indigenous species, including some rare plant species. The terrain and ecosystem of Timanfaya are so special that in 1993, UNESCO named it a World Biosphere Reserve. Okay, adelante, let's go. Ricardo, eh, estamos en, eh, hablando contigo porque nos interesa el, el asunto de, de los coches que van sin conductor. Y tú estás en el meollo de los coches que van sin conductor, pero desde un punto de vista algo distinto. Cuéntanos en qué andas metido. Uh, well, well, you know, um, regarding the unmanned mobility or autonomous vehicle, the 99% of the people working in, in this activity around the world are looking always for the first uh, target. Is try to develop a vehicle as best as possible, most perfect as possible, with the highest technology as possible, in such a way the vehicle could run uh, alone. We try to find another way. First, I think... Uh, which part of the community could obtain benefits 
if an autonomous mobility should be applied in this part of the community. That means we try to identify not really the vehicle, but the scenario. A scenario is correct or not? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. scenario. scenario. Yeah. We identify the scenario. And, then, and once the scenario identified, we created a team that could be involved in this matter. The team is composed by one of the best universities in, in Spain, uh, the main insurance company, because the vehicle could, with or without driver, needs to have an insurance, and eight others, uh, two companies involved in the aerospace research, high-tech anyway. And then we put a lot of friends around the table, and if our vehicle is running perfectly without any kind of uh, problem, we could detect uh, animals or stones or other vehicles. And if, if in one year we arrive to develop the project and to put the vehicle in this highly complicated circuit, and our vehicle is running perfectly during three months, in this moment, later on, we are going to apply the same technologies in a big buses. Uh, for 50 or 60 people. And this is the target. The target is to be the first in the world to promote a fleet of big buses and managed buses to move more than 1 million people by year in this, in this kind of a scenario. O sea, poner un millón, un, mover a un millón de gente en, en autobuses. O sea, el truco, la diferencia de la que estamos hablando aquí es no construir un vehículo, un coche privado que va sin conductor, sino construir transporte colectivo sin conductor. Ese es, la, ese es el cambio exactly, de mentalidad. Exactly, exactly. La guagua sin conductor. La guagua sin conductor. guagua sin conductor. Te quería comentar que estuve en, en tu propio laboratorio hace un par de años, en abril de 2017, estuve allí en los, en los volcanes con las cabras en un autobús. Ah, sí pero el autobús iba con conductor y sí, me claro. daba un poco de miedo porque las curvas eran muy, muy importantes y el humo que salía. Entonces, vas a meter gente dentro de un de un bus sin conductor sí. para ver los volcanes sí. y las sí, cabras absolutamente. y el cielo sí, sí. y el mar y atlántico. Uh, you know, uh, Canary Island in particular, Timofaya, is perhaps one of the most beautiful locations in, in Spain, no, no doubt. But yes, you know, you know, this is a very difficult circuit, and we are going to interchange the uh, drive vehicles, diesel vehicles, with a lot of smoke by electric uh, buses. And we are going to put away the driver and to install technology. This is a big revolution, you know. Uh, since the very beginning of the uh, wheel mobility, I don't know, 7,000 uh, years ago in, in, uh, in Iraq, in Mesopotamia, uh, it, it was always a driver in the, in the vehicle. And then, uh, in, in this moment, we are going to create that revolution, no driver at all. Obviously, this is one experiment, but it's much more than one experiment because it's a commercial project that people is going to pay to run and to to visit that natural park. We need to be absolutely sure about the safety and the security. We face some other, perhaps, future problems that, uh, that never appears in, in when, when, when there is a driver in a bus. You know, in, let's imagine a bus, normal, with a driver, 
and three or four people start to, to fight, making a lot of noise, start to fight. If there is a driver, the driver stops the vehicle, go back and try to put uh, silence. But if there is no driver, what could happen? What could happen with the other people seated in the bus? If four or five people start to fight, then we need to find a solution because that could happen in the future. Mm-hmm. And before it could happen, we need to try to find a solution. Uh, we, we employ an enormous quantity of imagination to think about what could happen and how we, we could solve it. Por ahora, ese tipo de problema, ¿cómo lo estáis solucionando? No, no, todavía el vehículo no está funcionando con gente dentro. El vehículo está en estado de prototipo y el vehículo se mueve, pero solamente con ingenieros. Okay. Y, 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 en, y en la Universidad de Madrid. Pero vosotros estáis, vosotros estáis diseñando entonces un autobús para un circuito muy determinado en el Parque Nacional de Timanfaya, en las Islas Canarias, lo cual es algo muy controlado, ¿no? Eh, que luego un autobús que salga, digamos, por las avenidas de Barcelona, de Madrid o de Sevilla, es otro rollo, ¿no? Sí, no. El, el ejercicio nuestro es, como te dije o como intenté decir en un principio, identificar un escenario. Ese escenario es el sitio donde un vehículo autónomo puede funcionar dando satisfacción y beneficios a la, a la población o, o a la comunidad autónoma donde está ese escenario. Entonces nosotros identificamos un escenario. La tecnología que nosotros diseñamos y que luego será aplicada sobre vehículos es una tecnología para permitir esos vehículos funcionar año tras año, año tras año en ese circuito. So what what is the advantage to not having a driver to begin with? I mean, what if you had a driver who was in charge of an electric bus that was, you know, ecologically friendly? Are you saying that what you're attempting to do provides a benefit over having a driver and and also what are drivers saying to you about your invention? <laughs> It's revolution always makes damage everywhere. This revolution also will make damage, and some people will be not so satisfied. But that that's happened with all the revolutions in our history. You know, the, the revolution in the when when the steam arrives creates a lot of jobs, but destroys also a lot of jobs. In this case, it could be the same. But we are in the very beginning of that revolution. Obviously, eight or ten people will lose not will lose the, the job, will change the job because. We are going to create other jobs, relate, most related with the control of the fleet. And this is something that still we don't know what would happen. We are only, mostly we are engineers, and we try to find the best technological solutions to be sure that our vehicles will run by this hilly and complicated circuit years by years and without any kind of problem. Obviously, electric vehicles, electric buses, not diesel buses. And you know, there are not so many electric buses today in the market. Absolutely not at all. But it will arrive. Tengo muchas ganas de saber, Ricardo, cómo es que tú llegaste a, a querer llevar este proyecto. My wife uh, took the decision, you know. I visited uh, Lanzarote and uh, Timanfaya perhaps 13 times in my life. And in one, uh, perhaps five or six years ago, visiting this beautiful circuit, I tell my wife, well, you know, why this uh, diesel vehicle uh, giving a smoke to the atmosphere in a natural park? And why, you know, there is one small information, only uh, uh, audio information that uh, the vehicle gives to you. Uh, speaking that in the year 1715, 
the judge appears, go to the street and say people, hey, let's go as fast as possible, hell is coming, or somewhere else. No? Then I repeat twice the same comment to my wife, and my wife, and she tell me, please, don't protest. If you don't like something, you must transform it, or at least try do something. And that remains in my head. When the moment arrives, I start conversations with to, to form, to, to develop the team that needs the university and eight other bodies. And I, I present to them the target and the challenge. Let's to put electric vehicles for passengers, cars, uh, for buses, electric buses, and let's to do something more to do with driver. And all of them accepted. But really, it was my wife that put the idea in my head. Pero tú qué, tú qué haces? ¿Cuál es tu implicación personal? Vale, te, te convenció tu mi mujer. Dijiste, si tú qué, tú qué haces ahora mismo? There are 60 engineers, 20 doctors working. They are very intelligent and really I I'm more or less the technical director. I have the the project in my head and I make the core the technical coordination between all of them. But in particular really I enjoy my life looking how the project legislation Everything is to be developed. Everything because we are in the point zero of the development. The, the European legislation regarding the vehicle motion or vehicle safety is always developed thinking in, in its vehicle there is a driver. In this moment, the vehicle, there is no a driver. Then we need to transform more or less everything. Uh, most of the technological standards as the braking or, or lamp installation or seat belts Everything that, that, that could be applied for also an unmanned vehicle. But there are many others that needs to be transformed because there is no a driver. When we, you speak with someone speaking that, you know, uh, we are going to put uh, buses without driver and the interaction of the people is, uh, are you crazy or not? No, we are not crazy. Let's work in cooperation with the Spanish administration, with different bodies of the Spanish administration, and step by step, they will accept the technology and the solutions. And once they accepted the technology, we need to write the new legislation to be sure that not only the technology part is accepted, but also the vehicle receives all the administrative labels to permit the vehicle to be registered and they receive the insurance. ¿Qué ventaja tiene un autobús que se conduce sin conductor con respecto a poner, por ejemplo, un pequeño funicular o un tren? O un... Porque no estamos hablando de que estás inventando algo que luego es traspolable a otro sitio. Estás, tú dices que primero coges el escenario y haces algo para ese escenario. En un escenario sí. tan concreto como un circuito cerrado de un parque, ¿podría funcionar igual un trenecito o un funicular? O... No, imposible, porque es un parque nacional y en el parque nacional no se puede hacer nada. Está prohibido totalmente prohibido meter cualquier otro tipo de sistema de movilidad, ni trenes, ni funiculares, ni nada. En cuanto, ¿por qué? Porque nosotros creemos que en un futuro próximo, en un futuro, los vehículos serán, se moverán solos. Y queremos empezar nosotros. No queremos llegar tarde, no queremos que España llegue tarde a esta revolución. Queremos ser los primeros o de los primeros. 
y no queremos que los otros nos enseñen. Queremos nosotros aprender por nosotros mismos y lo que aprendamos en Timanfaya poderlo llevar a otros parques nacionales y a otros sitios. Y ya tenemos otros proyectos en mano. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. No, pero es un poco poner un guagua en la luna, ¿no? Como Simen Fires, más o menos en... la luna con, con volcanes y eh, la meta. Sí. No, sí. NASA showed pictures of... Timanfaya Park to the astronauts who were getting ready for Apollo 17 really? to show them what it would look like. So maybe the new project well, is, you, you is, know, is in the moon. You, you know, uh, uh, some astronauts of the ESA or e ESA in Europe uh, receiving a kind of training in Lanzarote, not so far of Timanfaya, year by year. But you know, this is a challenge. If we are sure that the future vehicles will be and manage, we need to start by the very beginning. And for the very beginning is not to design one vehicle, it's to design a project, to design a concept. And we believe, we are sure, our approach is absolutely correct. Is the insurance one of the biggest deal? I mean, exactly, not only because of the passengers can fight or whatever, but what uh, if the, somebody crosses the road, the, 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 the bus have to take a decision, right? Either kill the passengers, no, or they it, kill the bus, either kill the rabbit. Uh, so you know, this is circuit. Why we choose uh, Timanfaya? Because it's a very complicated, hilly, and difficult circuit. But there are some benefits for our project. No rabbits. The, no, no. Yes, there are rabbits, and there are rabbits and other kind of animals. But there are no passenger cars in the 99% of the circuit. Only in the parking. Oh, so there are only buses, private buses, or the official buses. Right. running in the same direction, okay. no overtaking possible. In this case, our challenge may be solved, may be solved in few time because the risk of difficulties are less high than if we put a money vehicle in the middle of New York or somewhere else. Don't do that yet. Don't, don't put the bus in New York yet. I mean, till, no, no, till no, you, no, till no, you no, till no, check no. it out in Team Fire first, yeah. <laughs> no, hey, no, no, no. Ricardo, yeah, who's going to change need... the tire if you don't have a driver, <laughs> if you get a flat tire? No. <laughs> yeah, look at this, look at this. Yes, yes, you are right, you are right. Exactly, are who's going to work? Right. You are absolutely right. It's because that we need, we need to think in all the things could be wrong in the future, and we need to think about how to solve it before. Where is all of this taking place? Is your team working in the Canary Islands or are you working somewhere else? No, we are we are in Madrid or our own Madrid, 200 kilometers of Madrid at, at maximum. You know, in, in Madrid there are a lot of uh, universities and a lot of uh, companies uh, involved in the research, in the aerospace research. And, you know, we are going to work with this uh, prototype until... Uh, the development will will take uh, until September. That means the vehicle will be ready in September. October, November, and December will be experimentation in Madrid in one 
test facilities, great, great test facilities belonging to the Ministry of Defense. And if everything is going well, in January next year, the vehicle will arrive to Canary Island. Then we'll start experimentation in Canary Island until March or April. And in this moment, the vehicle and the project should be ready. The project should be accepted by the government of Canary Island, and everybody will be satisfied, and we are going to drink a lot of beers and happy and not, not driving after beers, all right? But, uh, well, you, you but won't need to worry about that because you'll be in a driberless bus, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, yes, that's absolutely it's a benefit to, to drink as much as possible. <laughs> I will join you to drink beer, and I want to ask you, while we're drinking beer in the bus that's going past the fire and the volcanoes and the goats and Guillermo's rabbits, I want to ask about how you see the future of individuals driving or rather being transported by autonomous vehicles on, say, Calle Serrano or you know, <laughs> down Broadway in, in New York it. City. How close, you know. Forget it. Forget, forget, forget. Forget no, it in no. the next 40 years. One, a managed vehicle, one autonomous vehicle, is a very polite uh, person. Never make mistakes. Always respect rules, respect red lights. But let's imagine what could happen if a very polite vehicle, as is a managed vehicle, is mixed with the vehicle driver by persons. It will be a disaster. In our opinion, in this moment and during the next 20 years, unmanaged vehicles will be separate from the normal uh, driving vehicles. If everybody thinks in one big area of a great city, but an area reserved for pedestrians, only for pedestrians. In this case, the unmanaged special vehicles developed, city vehicles, unmanaged city vehicles, designed and developed for this pedestrian area. This could be absolutely compatible with the people walking. Absolutely compatible. No doubt, because the unmanaged vehicle is polite, is polite, and everything do well. Why are you saying why are you saying the unmanned vehicle is polite? Because you know you have to put some moral into the algorithm when you uh, design a vehicle, and who's telling me that uh, that vehicle is going to react? I mean, a person could be good, could be bad, could be everything, but I mean, a person has some moral, or you're supposed to have some moral and use it. And uh, there's judgment when things happen that are out of the average. And how does an unmanned vehicle going to react uh, better than a human being? When is the vehicle, driverless vehicle, going to have uh, compassion uh, in, a, in a difficult situation? <laughs> is a vehicle going to understand that, uh, you know, uh, kids are more important maybe than, you know, uh, an old man? I don't know. I don't know. How's, how's going to decide that? There are many, many questions around that, about how a vehicle should react in front of a um, really complicated problem that could create a danger for once in one side or one other side, taking the final decision in the latest moment. Uh, let me come back to the pedestrian area where the autonomous vehicle may be accepted. In one pedestrian area, the autonomous vehicle will run at only three or four kilometers hour, exactly like a people. It will reduce the speed. We reduce enormously the risk, in particular because we believe these vehicles will be electric vehicles. That means the braking capacity is really high. And what's happened with uh, 
autonomous vehicle surrounded by people. The vehicle will adapt the speed and to the density of the people around. That means the vehicle takes decision regarding what could happen around it. But you know, 100% safety doesn't exist today and never will exist. We need to accept that neither with autonomous vehicle or normal driving vehicles, the 100% safety will be uh, attained. Never. But we need to reduce the risk. It's because that we start our project looking for the future for one small, very small population, but also will be the garbage collection in the night. Garbage, garbage collection, is that correct? Garbage collection, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. recogida de basuras. Garbage collection will be carried out by autonomous electric vehicles during the night. But more or less everything following the same standard. If there are people around you in this one pedestrian area, the maximum speed of the vehicle will be limited to maximum four kilometers hour, and the vehicle will reduce their speed according to not only the people surrounded it, but also the people expected to be in the next 100 meters, because the, the, the vehicle will know everything. If vehicles are going to adapt to the human pace, why don't we want vehicles? People should be walking, and then we'll have a you know healthier people, ah, <laughs> healthier yes. population, yes, yes, yes. and we'll forget about obesity, about diabetes, and so many stuff that is from people who doesn't ever move. So may maybe we should forget about vehicles yes, and start are, walking. I, I I agree with you, and and you know also these elderly people or people with difficulties, disabled people that needs this kind of uh, autonomous vehicle. Como decías tú, Ricardo, que puede dar más independencia a gente que, que ahora en este momento no pueden conducir porque por cualquier claro. razón, quizás eh, son muy mayores o algo así, pero eso es algo que yo he visto, mi suegro que ya tiene 95 años y acaba de dejar de conducir, pero aún para él, él eso fue muy difícil porque él aún es un, un hombre fuerte y tiene muchos intereses, le gusta salir de la casa, pero ya no podía conducir, pero con este modelo quizá más gente como él pudieran continuar la vida que, que antes tenían, ¿verdad? Sí, el, el futuro está abierto y no sabemos lo que nos depara el futuro. Sí sabemos que el conductor, que si hasta ahora ha sido necesario un conductor, seguramente el vehículo podrá eliminar al conductor y hacer el trabajo del conductor, con lo cual el conductor no tiene la necesidad de conducir, será un pasajero más. Esto es una idea lógica, pero realmente nadie sabe en el mundo cómo va a evolucionar esto y sobre todo cómo será aceptado. Entonces hay que eliminar riesgos trabajando en aquellos lugares donde el riesgo está controlado y aprender y seguir aprendiendo y seguir aprendiendo y seguir aprendiendo. Entonces no es algo que vayamos a, como, como le dije antes a Lisa, no somos los más inteligentes del mundo, ni los más listos, ni los mejor preparados, ni los que tenemos más dinero. Sencillamente hemos enfocado el problema desde otro punto de vista. Entonces, la opinión de Chicharro es que eh, vehículos mmm, sin conductor sí, pero no abrir la puerta y que salgan, sino en sitios determinados donde mmm, puedan estar eh, controlados, ¿no? Cierto, exactamente. 100% correcto. Our Toyota Prius that my husband and I have, it already, it's not a self-driving car, but 
it will break for you. It will correct you if you start drifting into another lane. So we're already seeing those driverless cars, you know, kind of some of the features are already built into the cars that we have now. The system you are speaking about, is named, the name is ACC, is Speed Control Adapted or Adaptative Speed Control. And that means you choose your speed and the vehicle, but also you choose the safety distance with the vehicle person. And then if your vehicle decides or calculates that the safety distance is reduced, automatically brakes. O sea que ya lo que estás inventando tú ya está inventado. Vamos, 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 a ver si hemos perdido aquí una hora de entrevista para nada. O sea que ya lo ha inventado el Prius, lo tuyo del autobús. Vamos, chicharro, de verdad que me tienes contento. Hay una serie de niveles de autonomía, desde el nivel 0 hasta el nivel 5. El coche de Lisa es un nivel 3. Okay. Nosotros tenemos que llegar a nivel 5. Ole, ole, eh, ole, ole. Lo que significa que no solamente el vehículo tiene que saber lo que tiene que hacer, sino que tiene que saber si algo va mal, tiene que saber corregir errores uh -huh. y tomar todas las decisiones, de manera que no hace falta puesto de conductor. No driver seat, no seat belt. No steering wheel, no pedals, no commands, no telltales, no indicators, nothing. Decide también, decide también qué emisora de radio pone el, el driverless car. Decide la emisora de radio, si sale una música, por ejemplo, de los diablos tal, y no le gusta, la cambia de emisora a él. O, o... ¿Quién, quién, ¿Quién decide la Brilliant. música del coche? We never thought about But ah. suppose that if there is an unmanned vehicle, it will be passenger, and passengers will take the decision. Joder, pues como 50 tíos tengo que decidir la canción que ponen y la emisora. Va a ser divertido. Anyways, people, we gotta go. We gotta go. Ricardo, muchas gracias. Thank you very much for being here and sharing uh, your project with all our listeners. El autobús de Timan Falla. Hopefully we'll see you next year. Thank you very much. Yes, yeah. why not? Why not? In, in one we could offer you not only uh, proposals or projects, but also solutions. I, I could tell you in one year that everything is running perfectly or which kind of difficulties we found during the, the project. Okay, please keep up posted. And nos volvemos la semana que viene. Nick Liver, adiós, adiós, adiós. Adiós, Guillermo Fesser. Adiós, Lisa Button. Muchas gracias, adios, Ricardo. Nick. Adiós, Nick. Adiós, Lisa. I'm sorry very much because my English level is not so high, but all right. Uh, what could we do? Bye-bye. Good luck. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Warrens. Thank you very much. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm -hmm.